How are you guys? I miss you. How are your days? We miss you too. You must be very busy at work. I'm so tired. I've also had three whiskeys and two glasses of sangria tonight. So I really was jonesing to get home. There you go. And and hop on and talk to two of my favorite favorite members of the human race. I spent I spent like a solid fifteen minutes at the end of my workday catching up on all the text messages that I've <laughs> and I was just like, oh, the NFL trade deadline's happening. Oh no, that's crazy. We were uh, blowing that shit up. Okay, summation, please, because I think I caught everything, but I'm ninety percent sure that I didn't. Okay, wait. Before that, uh, I just sent y'all t- to the text for the group text. Yep. Drunkle Rex's tattoo of uh, her famous quote: uh, "Right foot, left foot, breathe." Oh, that's that actually really cool. Yeah. Anyway, I also like his uh, his uh, what's it caption. Put a lot of thought into that one. New tattoo. <laughs> 43 likes. Didn't even add in I the who dis. Hey, I hope you're listening. Oh, we appreciate you. Um NFL trade deadline happened today. Oh yeah, let me uh let me do the intro and then we'll uh and then we'll do it. Oh yeah. I've been cooking up my name for this week. For like the past week, I'm really excited about it. Cooking up, cooking up, cooking it up. Um. <laughs> <laughs>the unprepared podcast my name is david i'm jordan bluedorn hello and welcome to completely unprepared podcast my name is david Wait, what oh, a throwback classic tbt oh i did follow your instagram oh and it, it, it is tbt because it's throwback tuesday that's a thing um, right? i don't think so Oh. I don't know no, what Tuesday it's just is. Taco Tuesday. Tequi- oh, I was going to say Tequila Tuesday, but sure. For sure, tacos. <laughs> Por no los dos. See? <laughs> that is the question. Por qué no los dos? <laughs> I think that's directly out of Hamlet. <laughs> Por qué no los dos? That is the question. <laughs> <laughs> okay, NFL trade deadline. Yes. Uh, I just Whether know... Whether it's his texts or in the mechs. Sorry. Go ahead. <laughs> uh, obviously, Demarius Thomas. Yeah. That's probably that's the a... biggest one that's stuck with my brain all day. Really? That's not surprising in the least. Huh, shocker. 
As a, as a Broncos fan, you're most concerned about Demarius Thomas? About one of our top offensive producers? I mean, that's great. For what was it? Was it like a, a fourth round pick? and? Yeah, a fourth round, and then they swapped yeah. seventh rounds. So That's what it was. Yeah, yeah. Um, Which yeah, is, but, the swapping of the sevens yeah. is funny because, like, when you swap in the same round and your records are currently about even, it's like, oh, we're just going to take a gamble. Right. I mean, mostly the trade was to uh, free up cap space. It wasn't you know, right. They weren't going to pay him. Like, I think. I think I heard that it was actually fourteen next year. He averaged yeah. fifteen on his on his deal, but it was fourteen next year. Yeah. So, and it's not like you know they did it with any malice or anything. Like you know, no. Uh, they brought him into the locker. You know, Bradman said, you know we're so thankful for everything you've done. This has nothing to do with you. You know, it's just, we, what we, we just have to make to this big decision, yeah. but, but you will always be a Bronco. Um, they like in, in the actual stadium, they have the banner up right now of Demarius Thomas, uh, right next to which called Von Miller. And what they're yeah. planning to do for this upcoming game is just replace that banner with the big one that says, thank you, which I thought was really cool. Oh yeah. I mean, cause that's the thing. Like he honestly, like has done so much. You know so yeah. much, you guys. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck. He's just trying his best. But and like that's the thing too, honestly, I would much rather have an organization that handles things in that manner. And I mean the NFL you can only get away with so much, especially around the trade deadline. And I'm sure other players were definitely kind of shortchanged, but yeah. um no and good for Good for Demarius. Like the hard part is like because it's a sport, you know, it's a team. It's very much kind of like a family feel to it. But at the same all... time, at at the highest level, it's a business, and they have to make business decisions. And sometimes okay, that's going to be Mr. very Mr. White Owner Man, Jesus. <laughs> all right. Anyway. I don't need this shit from you right now. I <laughs> <laughs> sorry, you're stuck with it forever. <laughs> That's friendship, asshole. Oh, great! I love friendship. Um, but no, it's 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 a it's a hard one for sure. It's gonna really help the Texans a lot too. Uh, what with losing Fuller with his ACL tear. Yeah, that that made a lot of sense for the trade because of that. And really coming mm. back next year with or yeah, coming back next year with Demarius Hopkins and adding yeah. Fuller and Cootie to that. Yeah, or cutie. I think it's pronounced. I just feel always feel weird cute. when I say that. What you ever say coochie? No, <laughs> it just feels like I'm calling How another. How do you say coochie? No, nope. Kiki coochie. Kiki coochie. Coochie coochie coochie. Is that a Drake song? <laughs> Kiki probably. You coochie. <laughs> <laughs> Um, <laughs> it's the remix. <laughs> um, Kiki's coochie sounds great. Yeah. I'd listen to that. So yeah, no, that, that, I mean, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's gonna be it's gonna be hard to top. Um, what was it, what was that last one? Uh, nice for what? Oh, uh, uh, yeah. I think so. Yeah, is that was that the one where they did the Degrassi spoof of the music video, or was that no? That was the one where there was just a ton of famous women dancing. Oh, yeah, that's great. 
That's fantastic. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Speaking of, and this um, is actually sports related. Did you guys did you guys get a chance to watch uh, Open Mike Eagles microfiche music video? No, I didn't. Um, it's this whole claymation thing where uh, he's basically telling people like, there's a lot of shit going on. Shut it all out as best you can. But I thought what was really interesting is uh, Colin Kaepernick is very heavily featured in it. I'll have to check it out. Col- Clay Colin Kaepernick. <laughs> and he hangs out with Open Mike Eagle. Very good. Colin Kaepernick. Exactly. I-, I was trying to find one of those too. I don't know. It took me a second. <laughs> I-, I almost wanted to play in and I was like, don't say it. That sounds like Clay Aiken. Yeah, well, not only that, but it was just too much of a stretch. Too too much of a stretch. Damn it. Far too much. <laughs> so, yeah, trade deadline stuff. Golden Tate is now an eagle. Oh, yeah. that's right! That's uh, particularly annoying for me because of my ownership of him in fantasy. But, you know, well, I'm it's sure not all about you. me, and I guess. Everybody it's really awesome for me for owning Marvin Jones Drew now. Yeah. Yeah, well, that every week I have to go, I had to go. Do I think Golden Tate's gonna get more catches, or do I think Marvin's gonna get more catches? Now it's just it's, it's always Marvin. Great. Actually, Marvin's uh, new tagline: "It's always <laughs> things are coming up." Marvin. No. <laughs> I mean, you're right. It's it's definitely the Golden Tate on the Eagles is a kind of different story. Cough, David. Yeah. Cough. I think Philadelphia is a good like personality match for him. He's loud and abrasive. Their city's loud and abrasive. It just kind of makes sense. I just don't know how he fits in with their other pass catchers. <coughs> You've got... Because who, who do they got? They got Nelson Aguilar, who he's obviously going to overtake. Alshon Jeffrey. Uh, Jordan Matthews will just kind of fall to the wayside. Yeah, I don't. And then, I, I think Golden Tate is a better receiver than all three of those. Uh, well, I, I, he's a different kind of receiver than Jeffrey is. I think Jeffrey's better at what he does, catching balls. But but the the different style, like like Jeffrey's not going to run across, you know, the some of those more uh, slanty plays that that. Golden can play, whereas, uh, and this seems weird to say because of the famous play Golden was involved in, but Alshon would be a better candidate to go up and grab a ball. In uh, the words of Golden Tate, I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> I, don't you're, I don't know what you're talking about. Oh yeah, so I guess yeah, he fits in because of because he is at least receiver to receiver. He's arguably the best I'd, I'd put it between him and Alshon um but he's just he'll play a totally different thing Jeffrey. huh he's better than Alshon Jeffrey 100% is better receiver than Alshon Jeffrey I'd take Golden, Golden Tate, Tate. Yeah. yeah I'd absolutely is... take Golden Tate any day. what are their numbers are they comparable probably I mean Alshon so Jeffrey's saying, been there Golden but I mean, more skilled, but Alshon percentage-wise. Yeah, because Alsh- Alshon Jeffrey is their their best target, whereas Golden Tate was contending with Marvin Jones Jr. So now, 
Well, we'll see. Yeah. We'll see what they do. Yeah. I mean, not not like this year, but like we'll we'll look at it next year and when they've both had the off season to it. You got Golden who's going to come in, you know, not not having seen the playbook, and you've got uh, Alshon who's still coming off of his injury. He was missed the first four games of the season, yeah, so yeah. you give him give him the end of the season, give him another year, and regardless of who's better, they're they're going to be a pretty good duo. Um, yeah. And then, speaking and, of whatever happened to Percy Harvin, does that guy still play at all? No, nah, no, nah, his his hip his hip was all fucked up. Remember? Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. But uh, no, but Bye, the, Percy. the other the other guy there in uh, uh, Philadelphia, whose name I'm struggling to actually get out of my mouth, is uh, Zach Ertz. They still got him oh, as well. Yeah. Okay, but I mean that's not really like a direct threat uh, to. Golden Tate. No, yeah. no, I'm just I'm just talking about the receiving core that they now that they now have in Philadelphia. Yeah, for sure. And then eventually they'll have JHI again. He, yeah, he's still out. He's out for the season. He's he? out for the season, yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, rough. Rough riding. Well, and I don't know if his career is gonna be long for this world because he came into the league with a diagnosed degenerative knee disorder. Um, yeah. And and so, how many years realistically is he going to be available? Yeah, it's not like you know, uh, running backs have long careers. Their average career time is like three to four years, something like that. Right, and when you come in with that kind of knock to begin with, he, he <sighs> might, you know, he'll get healthy and he'll come back out again. But will he make it through the next season? I, I have no reason to think he will. So sad. Yeah, <laughs> that was so genuine. What it is. These guys just go. I, I mean, know, it's horrible. That's all. Okay, well, it's I true. Made no offense. Okay, I'll just be here. <laughs> no, chime in. I liked it. That's all. I mean, that that was my chime. That was it. Just the sad, <laughs> so sad. But I mean, if he's gonna come back, like he'll give it all he's got, and then. I mean, he's getting paid. I don't know. It's just getting sad. paper. Yeah. Um. What other trades? There are some big ones. Dante Fowler. We're talking about. Went to oh, yep. the Rams. Um, That's going to be a dangerous pass rush when you have on one end Dante Fowler and you got on the other end uh, Aaron Donald. Yeah. The quarterbacks are going to be shitting themselves every time. I. I can't imagine what the timing must be because usually you get what like three seconds in the NFL. It's definitely going to be cut short with uh, those two playing. Imagine being a team like with a bad line who has to play them. <laughs> I, I I don't really have to imagine that, but thank you for reminding me that it's coming. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I was thinking more like no, the our, our line stepped them. up though, but yeah. Our line has stepped up enough, but not enough to handle that. No, I don't, I don't think there's a line who can just walk out and handle that. <laughs> Maybe the Cowboys, but even they... Really? They're... I mean, the weird thing is, despite having a good line, they're still getting smashed. Well, part of the um, problem is that they don't have a passing game, so they're able to just load up on them. Yeah, but how do you fix a passing game? You get a better line. So it's 
a vicious cycle. Kind of, yeah, it's going to catch 22. Like, well, I think if they have, is it that they don't have, a, is it that they don't have a good passing game, or is it that their line is just underperforming? You have to kind of, because like the way you fit, help your quarterback is you give him more time to throw. Uh, and it's not like Dak is a terrible quarterback. He's average right now. He was better two years ago, but he, you know, even if you look at the numbers, he's pretty much like I think his rating is just barely below the league average or something. Well, I'd, like have, that. I'd have so, to watch more Cowboy games than I do to to see if it was really him being put under pressure quickly by, uh, you know, the line not protecting as well, or if it's <clears> him just missing open people. Well. What the, I mean, the, the, what the Cowboys have seen, and what they're what they've made it clear there is, they think the problem is, which I'm I'm inclined to agree, is that their wide wide receiver core sucks. Their right. best receiver is Cole Beasley. So what do they do? They go out and get Amari Cooper, and we're about to see how that pans out. Yeah, that'll be interesting. Uh, I I can't I, imagine it's going to go too badly. Uh, I also think it'd be a brilliant move for them to pick up Brandon Marshall now that he got dropped today, but I don't know if uh, yeah, that'd be they good can afford that. Yeah. I don't know what they're – Because whenever you're relying on Cole Beasley, you're doing things wrong. Yes. <laughs> um, back to the Rams. Here's their next schedule. They play the Saints, the Seahawks, the Chiefs, the Lions, the Bears, Eagles, Cardinals, 49ers. That's not an easy schedule. Well, the next three games in particular are going to be pretty tough. Saints, Seahawks, Chiefs. Uh, yeah. And then the rest of their season is four and three or worse. Yeah. Uh, I'd say the Bears game is going to be heavy, but uh, with the loss of Khalil Mack, and the, if he doesn't come back by then, then it should be too hard. Yeah, if he's not back by then, there's something serious wrong. seriously wrong because that's five weeks from now. I don't know the extent of his injury, so I don't. I don't either. Um, so Ty Montgomery last weekend fumbled uh, away their game against the Rams, and then uh, promptly got traded this week to the Baltimore Ravens. I think that's a smart move by the Ravens. Um, yeah, because he's a very good player, and he's shown that time and time again. He had a mistake, but you know that happens. Uh, and I think the real issue is that Aaron Rodgers didn't really want to consolidate with him because they've got Aaron Jones, they got all this, and now you know they're all put, putting pressure on Ty Montgomery, saying all this shit about him. And the the worst part about it too is uh, they're saying all this shit like behind his back, like it's all uh, hushed and oh, you know, we're get we have a secret informant in the Packers. But when he goes into that locker room, and he said this like nobody's confronted him. Like nobody is talking to him about what the problem is, what they're thinking. They're just saying it behind his back to reporters. And at that point, there's no way to salvage that relationship. It's yep. time to go. Yep. Um, and I wonder if there wasn't something similar going on with the other guy that they got rid of. Uh, Sorry, wait, before, before, we, before oh. we do that, actually, I want to talk about this because this is really interesting. Uh, Again, I, I, I keep doing this. There's some good – two similar plays that happened this week. Uh, Ty Montgomery gets the, ball, gets the ball in the end zone. Supposedly the coaching staff said, we want you to take a knee and give it to Aaron on the 25. And he took it out, fumbled, lost the game. Uh, 
he, according to him, he said that he wasn't sure what the coaching staff wanted him to do, but I don't know about then and of that. But a similar play happened also in the Detroit Lions Seattle game where uh, the Seahawks are punting from their own end zone. And I don't think it was a, uh, you know, a call that Pete Carroll made, but the punter takes it, sees that the coverage is there, and he just decides to run it out, dive for the first down, and he gets it. Uh, two completely different results from essentially the same play. I just think it's really interesting to see that kind of play out because everyone always goes, you know, oh, if, you know, he shouldn't have done that play, but you don't say that shit when it works out. You only say it when it fails. Uh, I just always think it's really interesting to see those very similar things happening and completely different results and reactions to what happened. Anyway. Yeah. I, I, the uh, Seahawks one in particular was a lot of fun to watch. I, I was watching that game. Um I wasn't even happy about that play as a Seahawks fan. I, w- I was actually pretty pissed. I was like, it worked, but I'm really mad that she did that. <laughs> and at the same time, I kind of get it. Like, they got the pressure there. If he punted it, it was going to most likely be blocked. He was trying to save the safety. I get it. Or even the touchdown. But I still wasn't happy about it. I was like, oh, yeah, my God. Yeah, I, I thought at first he was just doing, like, a rugby-style kick, and then he just kept running. Yeah. And that might have been what he did. You know, he's trying to do the rugby to get it get himself some spacing yeah. all of a sudden he sees that there's light of day in front of him and decides to go kick that ball yeah that kicker of yours is the punter of yours is pretty good though oh yeah he's been the star of the team this year somehow yeah, yeah uh, but just ask the old oakland raiders you never want the star of your team to be a kicker <laughs> not even a kicker he's our punter and we have that star of their team yeah by the way true <laughs> yeah um, we have them but yeah, so in another um, the, the one that we just mentioned, Ha Clinton Dix gone from the Packers. They are apparently clearing out some players. Yeah, um, I mean, it makes sense. Like he's kind of had limited production in the past few years. They need to clear cap space, especially as some of their younger players are starting to become, uh, you know, needing contracts. And once safeties and you know defensive backs lose a step you always kind of want to kick them to the curb because they're not going to be the same once they slow down they're not nearly as useful like the legion of boom the last year yeah oh yeah it was they'd all lost a step it was very apparent was was that the problem with haha i I wasn't sure what his uh what the issue was i'm i'm mostly speculating but i I know he hasn't had you know the production that he's had in years it's usually pretty safe to assume with defensive backs it's they're getting a little older, they're a little slower, and it's everything when you're a defensive back. Okay, yeah. That would make sense then. Um, it was just interesting that they would trade him <laughs> when that's not one of the positions that they are more deep at. Uh, yeah, but I mean, no, you're totally right on that. It's kind of an interesting one, especially... Is there a young uh, player they have that they just want to get more experience to, possibly? Not that I'm aware of. I mean, the only position of depth that I know they have is a uh, wide receiver because they got like a thousand of those. Yeah, Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> and they're all getting snaps now, which is cool. I'm looking up their depth chart right now. I know it's not precise, but it's middle of the season, so it should be fairly up to date. Um, 
Okay, so they have Jair Alexander, so they're probably giving him some more time, as well as Josh mm-hmm. Jackson. Um, and their other quarterbacks are. Oh wait, wait, wait. he plays safety, right? Uh, yeah. Yeah, I was He's like, I was looking at the cornerbacks. Um, so safety, not as good. Uh, Kentrell Bryce, Jermaine Whitehead, Josh Jones, Raven Green. I don't know any of those people. I just like that, like, half of them have a color in their name. Yeah. Whitehead and green. Yep. You don't want to have green whiteheads. No. That's some really nasty, pimply shit. <laughs> You'll see on popping videos. Mm-mm. Oh, God. Have you guys ever watched popping videos? No, I have, I have no patience oh, for yeah. that. What? Why? Oh. Why? Why are you into that? That is Started. the most disgusting thing. Ugh. It's cathartic. It is disgusting. It really Did you is. you say cathartic? Yeah, I don't know. There's something about releasing tension that just is really, Oof. really helpful. I had, an, I had an ex who used to watch those in bed, and I was like, "Okay, I'm not gonna like oh my sit God. there in a romantic moment, or <laughs> even like around other human beings, and be like, hey, check this shit out." But like yeah. my best friend back home, she and I like that's kind of I don't I don't know if it's a guilty pleasure because I'm not I don't feel any guilt in deriving pleasure from like the like cathartic release of just seeing something cleaned out. Oh, go can can we like watch a janitor clean a house or something? Jesus! Oh, I would watch that shit too. Uh, that sounds a lot was, better. I've seen. Oh like, yeah, Windex the shit out of that. I can get behind dude, that. The the feeling of cleaning anything out of like grout between tiles. Oh, oh my god. Oh yeah. Burritos feelings on the face of the planet. It's akin to that for me. I guess. I do not have this feeling. I just like the cleanness afterwards, like seeing the before and after when it's when I'm when I'm when I'm cleaning. Oh yeah, I like that too, but with meth addicts. (laughs) You clean meth addicts? No, the the before and after pictures. Oh yeah, those aren't ever good though. That's like no. happy before, sad, dead after. Oh, just don't go that far after. Meth, not even once. Do you guys remember those commercials? No. Do you guys? It was you guys just get the other day. Yeah. Oh, is it? Uh, I wish they still ran them, honestly. And it's not even meth. Like we need to focus on heroin, fentanyl. Like no 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 we need to focus okay, on the real no. issues not that shit Fortnite we need to do that <laughs> Fortnite not even once first of all thank you for stopping me because I was about to go on that any anytime someone starts busting out their little floss dance or whatever other Fortnite dances shut it down just kick them you're allowed to kick them there's no assault charges for that you're not allowed to murder them that's too far but. Assault charges dropped. That'd be nice. Your Honor, he's... It's like the purge. Exactly. Your Honor, you don't understand. He was talking about ninja. Oh, that's fine. I like how we just, like, tried to make our fighting games, like, the most precise, like, best graphics and shit, and, like... Most realistic. And then, like, the two biggest fighting games are, like, Overwatch and... uh, uh, Fortnite, which are like just cartoony. Yeah, I mean, cartoons fun. No, no, I I like it, but it's just it's just it's funny that like the two big ones, like Overwatch has a movie after it. 
Does it? I don't think it does. I think it does. I think I saw that Overwatch movie. I didn't watch the movie. Well, yeah, well, Netflix the original movie. movie. Oh, that's ridiculous. Overwatch isn't as big anymore, though. Like, <clears throat> it had its it had its fifteen minutes of fame. People still play it a lot. Don't get me wrong, but like, shit's now. You know, uh, Fortnite and Red Dead and Black Ops are the three that are taking the world oh, by yeah. storm. Oh, and Spider Man, Spider Man, Spider Man got a big one. Hell yeah! That red, that Red Dead. <clears throat> That's only been out a week. Speaking, but I've been like, I, I like blocked off that weekend for like years now. Speaking, as soon as they announced that they're making of it, blocked this weekend off. Speaking of things that have been out for less than a week, Hugh Jackson was fired on Monday. All the Cleveland coaches, man. Yeah, all of them. Hugh, but not much. Francona. Unfortunately, I was really excited today that he might, you know, they did Sunday, they had Ty, yesterday they had Q, hoping today we could get some Terry out of there. What if the Indians were just like, well, we really weren't planning on firing him, but I guess now we have to. <laughs> if it's what the cool kids are doing, <laughs> we just want to be popular. Just got to keep the bit going. Let's do it. Yeah, no, it's, a, it's been a, quite a shift up in Cleveland. You know what's funny is uh, I realized I am starting Baker Mayfield in fantasy this week. I was like, oh, I need to, I need to find a way out of that. I don't know, man. <clears throat> now that he doesn't have a shitty offensive coordinator and coach, or shitty head coach anyway, I, I did dictating con- his plays, he might uh, actually be decent. I did think about that I mean, where I was like, well, they're probably going to bring in, since they're going to bring in a guy on a week's notice, they're probably going to shift to like a m- more simple – uh, game plan, so he'll probably be able to execute it a little bit better than anything complicated they were working on. Kansas City doesn't have a phenomenal defense; they're fine. Um, no, they, they've been a pretty shitty defense. Oh, have they uh, this season? Yeah, I thought, without, I thought without Eric Berry, they've, I thought they've, they've been, been really better recently. Uh, a little bit, <sighs> but it's not been a good run. Uh, but yeah, no. Uh, his issue hasn't been him. It's the fact that the scheme is putting all his wide receivers in the same fucking spot. You got to get levels, and they were not creating levels. It's like, okay, I got two guys deep, and then I got nobody up, you know, in in the flat. I got nobody in the in the slant. What am I supposed to go to when I can, when all it takes to cover all of my receivers is a single deep safety? Dumb. That's why Hugh Jackson got fired. Because he was dumb. Well, that and only winning three games in three years. Or two and a half years. <laughs> but that's not why he got fired. This is his best season. If, if, if it's only because he only won three games, it would make no sense. Because he's actually having the best season. They should have fired him a year ago. But Yeah, but we were all saying that then. And now they're like, oh yeah, we should have done it last year. Yeah, and then fucking Haslam is throwing him under the goddamn bus, too. That's the funniest part. Saying like the big, the best addition we've had so far is the subtraction. Jesus Ooh. Christ! I know, right? It's like, goddamn, no mercy. I mean, you're not wrong, but you let him be here. So here's what I'm looking at on waivers. I'm going over this right now. 
I can start Baker Mayfield, or I can insert Dak Prescott or David Carr. I'm thinking David Carr, actually, because he's playing San Francisco. Um, I don't think he is. Yeah, he is. I'm looking right at it. Pretty sure. I'm 100% sure that David Carr is not playing. Sorry, Derek Carr. God damn it. (laughs) (laughs) That was such an apathetic laugh. I'm really sorry. I appreciated it. It gave me a good boost. Um, (laughs) Evil. Evil laugh. So who do we think... Who do we think is going to be the new uh, leader of Cleveland? Who you guys got? Ty Lue. <laughs> Tyron Lue. Drew Carey. Drew Carey. Oh, in. <laughs> it's going to be whose quarterback is it anyway? <laughs> Everything's made up and your fantasy points don't matter. <laughs> oh, that's real life, though. Hey. Meanwhile, Jimmy Haslam. True. The, the points do matter. Uh, someone give me. Uh, somebody give me a store that you could, you know, buy groceries at. Uh, but no, we need you to fucking throw the ball. Someone give me a quarterback who can throw the ball. Baker. <laughs> Baker. Actually, you know what? I like this Madden idea. We're just gonna have the the fans running the offense. Someone give me a play. What are you guys? What are you thinking? Four verticals. All right. The, the play is decided by vote. Exactly. Not even by vote, just by people shouting. Oh, I like that one. <laughs> QB sneak. All right. Uh, uh, it's 30 Baker, 10. Take it away. <laughs> Get wow, some interesting play calling. It worked. All right. Um, no, but I, I, I don't know who is going to take over there. Um, you know, people are talking about Lincoln Riley and that. It's just a fucking dumb idea. Uh, it's not the dumbest one I've heard, though. It pretty much is. Nope. Like he's in a good, he's got a good job, and then they're gonna like, you should leave your great job for a bad job. Not why? No. Do you know what opened no. as the favorite on some betting sites? It's yeah, no, sure. it no longer is, but it opened as the favorite, uh, and then got lowered to I think right now it's like third or fourth. I like that it's an it. Good. The the option. <laughs> Sean McVay. Oh. oh yeah. Yeah, that's not gonna happen. Yeah, that that's the dumber one. <laughs> I don't know. I think they're both pretty equally dumb. Both of them are contending for titles. They have no reason to leave, either of them. Well, the the exception is Lincoln Riley could have the reason of I could make an NFL jump. That would be the only And get paid the same but that would be the only reason for either of them yeah it, it, it so there's literally zero sense to either of them like yeah. they're just dumb decisions um um the one that i didn't hear and probably because he still has a job is i think that they get somebody off of the coaching carousel my candidate is mike mccarthy when the packers end up mike mccarthy the packers head coach when yeah. the Packers end up missing the playoffs, he gets fired, and then the Browns sign him. I highly doubt Mike McCarthy's going to get fired. He's got a million excuses as why why he'd miss the playoffs. Um, 
I, I don't see it. I mean, it's possible, but I, I, I would doubt it. Well, that's what would need to happen for my idea to come <laughs> to be correct. Um, yeah, I mean, like it's not impossible. But I'm trying to think of I some. Just... I'm trying to think of a coach, a head coach, that you know is a little bit yep. has a bit of a personality that I think would be a better fit than Hugh Jackson. Who could the only name that keeps coming to my head, which I hate because I think it's a terrible decision, but I can't come up with a better one, is still uh, Jeff Fisher. Like, yeah, it it, it sounds terrible. <laughs> like, I agree, that sounds like a terrible hire. And if they hire him, I'll be like, oh my god, what a terrible decision. But at the same time, it's like he's always had players who loved him. He's had some very successful years at St. Louis. He's also had a lot of mediocrity at St. Louis. And you know you can come up with a hundred reasons why, but yeah, that's that's the most that's the best available that I can think of offhand. What about um, both of these would have to get fired or quit as well? Do you think there's a chance with either? And one of these was actually on the the betting lines, um, Bill Belichick or Pete Carroll? No, Bill I mean, Belichick was no. actually on the betting line. Uh, yeah, I mean, there, there's really no reason for Bill to come back. And Boston, they're like, New England doesn't have a real reason to fire him. It seems like the kind of guy that they'll just hold forever. But yep. at the same time, you know, like, they lost two games or something like that, and immediately, you know, there's headlines being run in Boston. Is it time to fire Bill Belichick? You know, so maybe. Yeah, that was but, insane, though. Yeah, exactly. But again, that's like a fan thing versus the owners. Sorry, what here? It's always time to fire Bill Belichick. <laughs> I agree, but it's not, I don't think it's going to happen, especially as long as he's got Tom Brady. Um, and with Pete Carroll again, you know, it's it sounds good two three weeks ago, but you know they, the the Seahawks are starting to really pick it up, so very little chance. Plus, no one's going to fire Pete Carroll right now uh, with the whole Paul Allen thing. <laughs> What about Gary Kubiak? I think you're best. Mike Shanahan. Mm. I think Kubiak's just. No, he's busy. He's coaching my team, Arizona Hot. I mean, I think your best bet is going to be somebody coming up from college. Um, I well, don't think it's going to be Lincoln Riley. What's up? I said it's not going to be Lincoln. No, I don't think it's going to be Lincoln Riley. Uh, maybe you could get Scott Frost. Yeah, he's probably going to he's probably going to be available soon. Mike Leach. <laughs> oh Christ! That Mike man would never Leach. make it in the NFL. I would be so happy if he no. tried. Oh he, he, he has no reason to try. Well, can we? Make Which means a, he'll probably do it. Can we? Make <laughs> into college football playoff rankings. Yes. Yeah, let's do it. Because Washington State, number fucking, what, eight, ten? Eight. eight. Uh, I believe eight. they're eight, yeah. What in the shit balls is happening? I mean, they're a one-loss team, and they've yeah. toppled some very good teams on the way. Exactly. What in the shit balls is happening? It's, you know, here's what happened, and I think it's actually hilarious. We took the Pac-12 North. And we completely turned it upside down in the past few years. Like <laughs> we've completely done that. But in the meantime, 
Oregon State still stayed at the bottom. So, so they're just sitting there like, down, what the hell? Like, it's, it's like when you have a bottle of something that has like some residue and you turn everything upside down, but like that really shitty sticky residue <laughs> is still at the bottom of the bottle. And it's like now it's at the top because you're just clinging to that side. <laughs> exactly. Like, yeah, well, shit. <laughs> <laughs> yes, they, they just snapped a what 13 game in conference losing streak and. Uh, by beating Colorado on the road. I think you just called <laughs> Oregon State the clingy residue. That yeah. that's accurate. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, Beavers. The Corvallis. Come on. For Everyone for real. Sticky residue. For real, there is nothing there. Did I ever tell you? Guys, I'm sure there, I told you guys are, a million times about my college trip there. Bars. There are great fucking bars. Well, they I would have to be. I have gotten hammered in Corvallis because there is nothing else. Exactly. That's why it's such a drinking school. Same thing with Wazoo. There's nothing else. It's great. It's <laughs> my spirit animal. <laughs> the beaver? <laughs> oh, no, just the alcoholic, but yes. Ah. <laughs> um, yeah. It's Corvallis. I-, I was actually really considering going to Oregon State. Until I visited Oregon State. <laughs> oh yeah, you have told us this, I think. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That was yeah. like me oh, when I went to Washington very... State. But... <laughs> yeah, I was gonna go there and then oh. saw Pullman and went. I'm good. Well, hey, now they are victors for one week. For one week. Who That's they true. next week? Cal. Oh well, Cal just comes off of a really strong Washington game, so. Yeah, but that's also because Wilcox, you know, spent so many years working with uh, Peterson, so he he knew how he runs an offense. His offense, like the Cal offense, was still inept, but they were just good enough to hold uh, Washington's crappy offense out of the end zone enough times. Yeah, wow. Washington State actually doesn't have a very easy finish, so they they if they can finish no, yeah. out perfectly, they got a decent shot at something. Because what Washington, um, the Apple Cups at the end of the season, right? That's yes, they, that's all they got. That's all they got left. I don't know. What are you? What are you talking about? What, they, they, got, they play. They play they, Cal, Colorado, Arizona. Arizona, and Washington. I'm not saying that they're the hardest Arizona. games in the world, but they're not. They're three of those teams Arizona. are winning records. Arizona will be yeah. fine. Is it at Colorado or are they playing Colorado and Pullman? Um, looking at it now, uh, Folsom Field, Boulder, Colorado. Yeah. So that's in Boulder. Well, that could be different because the altitude is a thing. Washington, they're playing in Seattle. Okay. That's going to be tough. Yeah, but they got Arizona and Cal at home. If they if they beat them, close, they'll they'll handle those too. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, I think if they beat them close, if they, Washington, if they beat them close, it's fine. But if they lose at all, then they're fucked. And Colorado's been inept. Um, the only thing that held them in check for like the Washington game was that Washington's offense sucks, but Wazoo will storm them. <laughs> the only pro- the, pro- the problem that Wazoo is always going to face with the Apple Cup right now is that Mike Leach runs an air oh, raid offense. Right now? Yes. Sorry. You want to fight? I'll fight you. Yes. No, right. I... I... I said yes, and I take it back. I don't want to fight. I'm a pacifist. I love you guys. That's true. I don't like hurting things either. Um, anyway, 
Mike Leach, air raid offense. But the problem is right now that they have Mike Leach and Washington has Jimmy Lake. That secondary is unfucking believable. It's seriously prob- arguably the best secondary in the country. Their run defense, not so much. But you really it's really hard to air it out against Washington. Like when Oregon beat Washington, all we did was run the ball. Even the passes that Justin Herbert was making were like to the flat. Uh, every now and then he'd hit a slant, but he wasn't trying to challenge the secondary because why bother? But when you have an air raid offense, you have to air it out. Like that's the whole, that's the name behind it. So without a strong run game, it's going to be very difficult to put, to beat Washington. You're going to have to run perfect play calling and you're going to have to be hitting the flat every play. It's going to have to be lights out for them to have a shot. Oh yeah. As, as long as Jimmy Lake is at Washington and Mike Leach is at Washington state, it's, most of the time, if not all the time, going to go to Washington. Well, that ruins the fun. I know. <laughs> <laughs> I thought we were going to get a my... Pac-12 team in the tournament. Hell no. If Washington State is your best bet. Yeah, you got a bad bet. Yeah. I like Michigan's chances better. Yeah, well, unless, unless, uh, what were the other ones? LSU, Clemson, and Notre Dame. That's right. <clears throat> Alabama, LSU, Clemson, Notre Dame. Not in that order. Switch the middle. Yeah. Two. Well, one of, one of those two is about well, to get a rude awakening this weekend because Alabama plays LSU. Ohio I mean, State. What if that oh, ends up being like a tight, guys. tight, tight overtime game or something? I mean, th- there's still a very good chance that they'll, everywhere. you know, be in favor of both of them. Especially if Alabama loses, they'll be like, but Alabama's such a good team. Let's let them be number one still. Yeah. Do you want good uh, TV ratings? Yeah. Because I... you know, as much as we hate it, SEC teams have bigger fan bases, and the people in the South watch more college football than we do anywhere else. So when it comes down to like breaking neck decisions, they're going to be like, mm, oh, no, oh, we actually yeah. picked the SEC team. I don't know if I've ever hated it. I think it's just been something that I've never been able to identify with. Yeah. And as a result, I fucking want LSU to kick the shit out of Alabama. <laughs> There's a chance. It's not a big. It's not a good chance, but it is a I, chance. I, okay, that's a lot. like I. I don't want this game will live up to my expectations, and if it does not. Like, as far as it being a close game, and, like, it's going to be probably one of my favorite games of the season because LSU is seriously on such a fucking upswing, and they're, like, primed. To, it's like, it's but do like, you remember the what happened last time when LSU was amazing and no. Alabama was amazing? Okay, first It of ended all, 9-6. Yes, and I want that. <sighs> I want that Why? bullshit because it feeds my soul. <laughs> It was the worst. Like, it was the worst. I don't care what people so say. It's so fucking bad. It's amazing. It's like, so this This is almost like the, the closest. The That's closest. the Texas Tech football motto, by the no. way. It's so bad. It's amazing. <laughs> Cliff Kingsbury. I don't even care. But 
I feel this. I feel about this game the same way that I could probably feel about like. I, n- no, not the same. Like on a very dimmed down level from how I feel about the November 6th elections. It's like I want so badly for the Democrats to take back the House. And I want this to happen. And I want it to be somewhat riveting. And I want that victory. I think it's still like where it diverges is that I'll just be like severely depressed if it doesn't happen. Whereas if LSU doesn't beat Alabama, I'll just be like, whatever, fuck it, it's fine. But like, I want so badly for LSU to like just. Well, on both those counts, I'll make sure to send you some alcohol. Uh, like, just for the sake of like, because if they lose, then everyone's gonna be like, oh, well, we all have Alabama best and there's no doubting them like etc but if lsu wins oh my god every headline is just gonna be like is alabama really as good as we think they are is nick saban actually dying is he having like is nick saban at the end of his career the world is ending alabama lost to lsu nobody ever thought it would happen sensationalism blah blah blah, blah, blah. And the fucking minds and i'm just gonna be like oh my god Get a fucking life. This was great. <laughs> That's how I feel about this game. And I want LSU to win so badly just so that all of college football fucking hard-ons just get limp as fuck. And that's it. Well, okay. I'll tell you how LSU will win this game. Because it's been the same strategy that any team that's beaten Alabama in the past few years has used. And it's extremely effective every time it's used. Uh, first of all, your team has to be very good. Like it has to be a really good team. It's been Ole Miss, it's been uh, Clemson, fantastic teams at their time. The other thing that you have to do is you have to get insanely fucking lucky uh, with crazy fucking plays. The pick plays that Clemson ran, uh, fucking Chad Kelly picking up a fumbled Which snap, throwing it up, bouncing it off of people's heads. Ed for a touchdown, can be crazy. He's he can live a little. <laughs> Ed Orgeron can get down. <laughs> what? He can do some weird <laughs> what? Ed Orgeron? <laughs> he looks like the poster child for AARP. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's Kansas State. Come on, we all know Bill Snyder. No, that that's the poster child for Lord of the Rings. Ed Orgeron, Ed Orgeron is the poster child for your <laughs> uncle who thinks like the craziest shit that he's ever done was like, I don't know, like try and set something loose at the zoo, but it never actually escaped the cage. <laughs> that's oddly specific. <laughs> you sure you're not talking about your to, uncle? Yeah, I think we need to investigate <laughs> what happened at the Denver Zoo. Nothing. That's the point. <laughs> Fair enough. You can't prove anything. Edward, yeah. Edward Geron could do that. The kind of uncle that like tells like a big story and then ends it with But you know, then Ted didn't show up, so we had to call it off. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> but no, I I think I think LSU could fucking do it. I don't know. Like they had that shitty loss against fucking Florida, which was the fucking worst. But Go they had such a and they had such a great game against Auburn. I, if they didn't use up all of their like, against that Auburn team when Auburn was ranked, fucking whatever they were fucking ranked, 
What do you yeah, think the uh, What do you think the line is for the game Alabama and LSU? Alabama by six and a half. Jay, that I don't know. That sounds good. It's Bama by fifteen. Mm. Really? Yeah. Okay, fine. Actually, that makes sense. Yeah, that's believable. Yeah. At least that's what it opened up at because ESPN never updates their lines. They always just go what they open it. Come on, LSU, feed my soul. And then, and then. I'll make sure you send me some alcohol when that doesn't well, actually happen. No, because the my ideal, like, next two weeks of, like, college football fuckery, <laughs> LSU beating Bama, and then Arkansas beating LSU the week after. Oh, my God. Do you have <laughs> any idea how fucking great that would be? Seriously. Uh, See, that's something I've never understood with sports fans. A lot of times people will be like, oh, you know, they beat us. I hope they lose. I, like, no, if you beat my team, I want you to win every fucking game after that. So then I can be like, yeah, we got beat by them, but they're really good. And I don't have to be like, yeah, we got beat by them. And then they went and lost to Arizona. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Like, oh, I don't That's, how, that's how I backhandedly <laughs> threw a shade at Washington, by the way. That's a good one. <laughs> through that sentence. Accurate. Like, I I get that for, like, my teams, obviously, like, 100%. But for SEC, I'm just like, no, just fuck this shit up. Oh, yeah. Because that makes them look worse, which is great. Exactly. So, and also, too, because Arkansas lost to North Texas. Mm. So, if all sorts of weird shit occurs, then... We could have transitive property North Texas national champions. And that's all I care about is the transitive property wins. At the how would that? How would that happen when Josh Heupel is going to be the national champion? <laughs> I don't know. What, I don't know. Unde- undefeated Josh Heupel <laughs> with Mackenzie Milton. Uh, Everyone knew that the Hawaiian quarterback was going to win this year. No one realized it was Mackenzie Milton. <laughs> Okay, completely unrelated. A tab up, just searching Ed Orgeron. I don't really know why I had to search Ed Orgeron. I think I was just looking we know why for a picture of him to really describe his top activities of just that uncle. The picture that they pull, people also search for Pete Carroll, Michael Orr, Les Miles, Lane Kiffin, a couple of others, etc. Picture of Lane Kiffin is like. A, him wearing sunglasses and beats. Yeah. And I'm just like, it's warming up for the game. Like, he just looks so fucking suspect. He's so fly. All right, you guys. No, he's not. I like looking at Lane Kiffin because I can realize, hey, that's what Daniel Tosh is going to look like in 10 years. <laughs> in any given moment. I definitely ran into a guy at a bar in Shasta up in Northern California, like mountains, who looked like that stage right between Daniel Tosh and Lane Kiffin. And nobody it's probably really, Daniel Tosh. I mean, it wasn't, I wish. He was not as funny, which is sad. Oh, that's it's unfortunate. Daniel Tosh. Daniel Tosh was not funny. Anyway, yes, LSU beat Alabama and Arkansas beats LSU next weekend and I will be at like almost anything can happen at that point and I would still be 
somewhat happy. I'm putting my all, all my cards in Michigan. Uh, they got to take down Ohio State, which is oh. something that you know Harbaugh's yet to do. That's his white whale. Oh. It's funny that his white whale is actually. We have to get past Penn State first. But yeah, then then they got Penn State and the other one. But if they do it, I I know I, I posted this on Twitter, but I, I'm gonna say it again because I think it's hilarious. I feel like Mouse from Stop fucking promotion. Matrix every time we're talking about it. I know. Follow me at Jordanary Blue. Um, <laughs> every time I uh, every time I think about Michigan, I feel like Mouse from the Matrix. I'm just like, but what if they do? What if they take down Ohio State? They're not gonna take down Ohio State. But what if they do? You can do it, Michigan. I believe in you. That'd be so I believe in us too. I believe in Jim Harbaugh's khakis. Oh, I will always put all of my faith in Jim Harbaugh's khakis. I do believe in khakis. I do. I do. I do. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that was good. But... Every so, time yeah. you say it, another wrinkle gets increased. Have you seen that? No, those are those are nice, clean, pleated pants. Those, they're they're great. He he doesn't have wrinkly pants ever. I think he goes yeah, to, goes to Walmart right before him. It's because no, people believe. Lulu, no, 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 no. These are Lululemon khakis. Oh, are they? Oh yeah. Trust me. How do you know? This? Somebody. Because <laughs> she's a white girl, she knows what Lululemons look like. No, because I'm I'm fucking decent of a Michigan fan. God, I hate that I know this. <laughs> <laughs> literally like i tried to explain jim harbaugh to my co-workers and they were like he used to coach with the niners right i'm like yes but he's so much more interesting now and they're like no he's crazy and i'm like that's why he's interesting <laughs> so it's, it's lululemon, they're lululemon khakis because he was um he received some as a gift from a donor um when he first like i think in his the end of his first season and he was kind of like nah like i was suspect of them because i've always had the same like walmart khakis and my wife always buys them blah 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 but then he like wore them and he was like they're so soft like they're stain repellent like they're actually really incredible so now like he swears by lululemon khakis this is a lot that you know about his pants listen don't judge okay <laughs> jim harbaugh this, this is a solid promotion for Lululemon. I bet there's Jim Harbaugh. Like, is if if I could have the personality of Jim Harbaugh in like whatever I do, and just like the insane confidence and like zany will and like self belief and self motivation, like that. That's the goal. That's the goal. There you go. And you can get that. Tonight's episode is brought to you by Lululemons. Ride the lemon. (laughs) I don't even know if they have a motto. Do they have a motto? Yeah, it's ride the lemon. Sure, it's not when Lulu gives you lemons. There you go. No, they just just have a a manifest. Jesus, they have a fucking manifesto. This is so fucking white. Wait, what? They don't have a motto, a manifesto. <laughs> you should never have a manifesto. Like, it never sounds good when anybody says, I have a manifesto. It's like, oh, shit. <laughs> so, okay, 
Live. seen like the the Lululemon bags, and they have all the no. words and shit. Okay. Safe to say, no. Thank God. Okay, so what is, what is this? this is I, okay? We're just closing this window because I don't want to get involved with this. Let's just leave it at Jim Harbaugh. <laughs> because now I'm very confused, and there's a lot of white shit happening. It's like it was. It's like it was the. Uh, uh, it's like she was getting hauled into a uh, communist manifesto party. I'm just shutting this whole thing down. I don't want to get involved. Michigan can win out. They can. Absolutely. I will say the fact that Indiana always weirds me out. I don't know what it is. I just never trust Indiana to lose or to win. And the fact that we have Indiana before Ohio State. True. So, in other it news, it can it can happen. In Sorry. other news, Clay Thompson <laughs> set the record for most threes in a game, taking the <gasps> record from his teammate. Headband Clay. Hell yeah! No, that's great. Um, <laughs> he was just on fire that night. How many did just, he hit? I missed the game. Fourteen. Jesus. NBA record. NBA record that he took from Steph Curry, who had previously taken it from Steph Curry. <laughs> Mine this time. Oh, yeah. See, that's why Clay Thompson is absolutely like one of the best players you can have on your team. I, I would say at least top three of best players to have on your team. Not because he's the best player in the NBA, but because he's a fucking teammate first and foremost. Like, He's never out there trying to get the spotlight. He doesn't want to be the all-star. He's like, yeah, that's fine. I can be the number three guy on this team. But he will every now and then just give you an all-star performance. Yeah. And it's amazing. And you can pull him out in the fourth quarter. He still doesn't care. He's just like, I'm Clay Thompson. I'm here to help. Did you guys see his quote about the headband? No. What do you do? So... So uh, they asked him after the game, like, because he put on the headband and then he came out and, like, fucking got 14 threes. Uh, the quote was, like, how did you feel? And he's like, oh, man, I look like Jackie Moon out there. One of my favorite <laughs> characters in all of sports movies. Hell yeah. Fuck yeah. yeah. Most most underrated Will Ferrell movie of all time. Seven Pro. Just, just hold on to that. <laughs> Meanwhile, Kevin Durant said he looks kind of weak with that headband, like he doesn't belong in the NBA. <laughs> but then you look at the scoreboard, and he got 52, walking out with five minutes to go in the third. <laughs> speaking of, anyway. that's fantastic. Speaking of underrated Will Ferrell films, Everything Must Go is a good one. I don't know if you guys have seen that. Ooh, I have not, but it's actually been on my to watch list for a really long time because I always see it and I like it. It's good, yeah. Um, so in soccer news, I'll make it quick. The uh, this has already gone on too long. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so all LA Galaxy needed to do was win the game. They win the game. They're in the playoffs. They were up two zero in the game, and they lost three to two. So the LA Galaxy is out of the playoffs. There we go, Galaxy. There we go. 
clap, clap. So they're officially on the playoffs. Sounders have have uh, qualified. So I am a happy David. Yay! That's all that matters to me is that you're happy. Thank you, thank you. Um, in other sports news, Ooh. the Red Sox won the World Series, and in more important sports news, did you guys see that video with the Golden State Warriors dancing to Fergie's remix? Yeah, <laughs> so fantastic. Yeah. That was Literally great. My favorite thing to happen in the past five days. That's the best thing about the NBA. It just keeps giving and giving. Like so true. I'm that's why the lie. NBA is more fun than the NFL sometimes. The only part of the World Series that I watched were innings nine through eighteen <laughs> yep. of Game Three. Yep. That's it. And, Nothing else. And it was just like, I oh, thank in, fuck! It's I finally in. over. Can't stand the Red Sox. I can't stand the Dodgers. Both of their yep. teams' fans are shitty. And yep. I say that as like one of my very best friends is a Red Sox fan. Like, but we just don't talk when it comes to baseball because, yes. I know what you mean. One of my best friends is a Steelers fan. I'm like, oh my God, I hate you. Oh. <laughs> we, should, we should be sad for him or anything else. I'm, I'm doing fine. Okay. We've won a Whoa. lot. It's okay, it? little buddy. I said one of my best friends. Okay. Oh. Um. <laughs> oh. I'm kidding, wah, David. Wah, I love wah. you. <laughs> We're all Ely. Everybody has, love everybody. Jay just has secret podcasts, mm-hmm. like a, like it's a secret family. Just himself. <laughs> oh God, no one, no one would listen to that. I talk too much on this one. Can you imagine one just me talking? Oh, oh. Just ranting. Yeah, I don't even think my mom would listen to that. She'd be like, you're just too angry. I'd be like, you're right. <laughs> hey, at least you would come to terms with your anger. Eh, I have it pretty much figured out. I just let it take control. <gasps> oh, my God. <laughs> up his trash, man. Oh, this guy. I think Kira's broken. There, oh, there must be a puppy. No, it's it's little, it's a little, it's kid, little children. It's little yeah. kids, and and they're dressed up as as garbage truck drivers. And I'm like, oh, fuck me up, damn, that's so cute. <laughs> I think Aww. I need to go to bed. They're like Look little trash men. Look at the last one. <laughs> oh, fuck. <laughs> that's a that's a costume I I don't know what I'd fe- how I'd feel if my kid was like I want to be a trash guy for girl and be like ah oh, don't you want to be a vampire or something Jesus set your sights <laughs> higher he just wants to help his community that's like okay so there's a Batman kid. helps his community no there's a kid who has been dressing up as the umpire with MLB game, oh, game yeah. at the World Series. You've seen this kid? Yep. Adorable. It's and cute. they brought him out. Yeah. It's cute. They brought him out. It was it was really cute and it was really sweet. But also like li- little man. 
you want to be like one of the most hated figures like either way someone doesn't like you oh yeah you you realize this right like i think that kid is adorable but i probably also hate him as a person i i would be disappointed in myself as a parent if my kid wanted to be an umpire (laughs) (laughs) after everything we did for you to be fair, it does look really fun to be like in a pro game and be like, you're out of here. Oh, yeah. And like, that's fine. I'm sure. Version. I'll give him that. Is, like, most of those guys like started out doing it part time. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know the life of an umpire, but like, if my kid just like set out to be one of the most controversial, like, what happens if my kid umps my team's game? it up and you pay them to call you pay them to make it go your (gasps) way obviously i don't make enough money for that shit they're your kid give them 10 bucks buy some candy with it no okay i'm saying like (laughs) when i'm like 80 and my kid is like however old and a professional ump and my kid is umpiring the rockies versus i don't know like Hopefully the Red Sox, or maybe not the Red Sox. I don't want to lose the Red Sox again in the World Series. Like the the Rockies versus the Astros in the World Series, uh, twenty forty six. I don't know. Like that's, that's that's too short. I don't know. Whatever. Long time from now. And my kid. Too short. Fuck yeah. <laughs> if my kid, twenty forty. If my kid fucks up that call, like. I don't know if I'd be able to forgive it. Oh, yeah. I mean, like, I think when... when, when I don't really know about having a kid, but I think when you have one, uh, you love them no matter what, but, you know, you're still like, wow, you, that was a d- you're a dumb decision. You make bad decisions, kid. <laughs> I mean, I'm, I'm here to help you through your dumb decisions, but <laughs> you're a stupid person. <laughs> Look, Minnie, Kira, I'm really that you became the first female to ever umpire a World Series game as a professional. <laughs> Holy shit, that was a fucking terrible call. <laughs> Are you blind? <laughs> do, do we Did need I to feel you? Do... Rev, check your phone. I think you have a missed call. That's your daughter. I know, it's fine. <laughs> that doesn't make her good at her job. I... <laughs> I'm not going to tell her she was right. That's how we get fucking (laughs) dumb kids that think they can do whatever they want. Tell her like it is. I'm going to love the shit out of her, but I'm also going to tell her that she made a dumb decision. (laughs) That's what we call That's what we call ethnic parenting, by the way. Chad Kelly is going to be unemployed. Swag. <laughs> He's on the same trajectory now as Kyle Lauletta, which is on their way to prison. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>